What's going on, y'all? We back with another episode of School in the Game podcast. Before school. Got my guys, Beans and Biz here with me, man. It's been a minute. It's been a very long time. How y'all doing, yeah? Good. Can't complain. Word, word, word. Feel it, feel it. Not complaining. Man, everything been good on this side, man. You know, went went and cut the locks off, so you know, this is out here <laughs> feeling different, man. New season, man. My head been cold at night. <laughs> I do remember, though. I've been trying. I gotta rack up on hats again now. I do remember, you gotta get jumped in. <laughs> so no, what, what was the what was the ultimate reasoning why you decided to make that change? Um. Man, honestly, I've, I've been thinking about cutting my locks for years, bro. Like, and I just always punked out. Like, I was like, nah, I ain't gonna do it. I don't know how I'm gonna look. Dah, dah, dah. Like, you know what I mean? Just punked out. And I ended up, I talked to my uncle. So I cut it last Monday, but I talked to my uncle that Friday before. And, you know, he cut his locks, I think, twice. And he was just like, you know, we were just talking. He was like, you know, sometimes it's good to detach. And, you know, he was like, if you wanna grow them back, you can always grow your locks back. And, you know, this time, you know, you you know the proper way if you want them, you know, really healthy and all that stuff. Because, you know, I, I do feel like my locks weren't 100% healthy. Um, but also, you know, I had my locks for 15 years and, you know, just throughout them 15 oh, years, I, I've been through a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's oh, facts. So it's like, you know, hair hair is a part of your journey and it, like, it, it, it tells a story, you know what I mean? So I felt like it was just time to to detach from all of that. And, you know, if I was able to do that, then I'm able to detach from a lot of things and not, you know, not going in life, just holding on to stuff. And when I don't have to, you know what I mean? Or when it's okay to like, let go and know that it could be different. Things could change, change isn't bad. And, you know, again, if I decide to grow it back, I grow it back. But right now I'm cooling, you know, I, I, I like to cut. Um, you know, DMs been popping. You know, a lot, a lot of people like the, yeah. the cut. <laughs> yeah, it's only DMs. DMs been kind of crazy. Like, oh, you can't see here. I like that. I'm starting to sound like, damn, did y'all think I was ugly with my locks? <laughs> nah, they wasn't fucking with you with the locks. They wasn't fucking with the locks. Nah, I don't know what it was, but yeah, we're here now. So, good stuff. Uh, it's, an, it's a new season. It's a new season for sure. Change is always good. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I feel good, man. I feel like, you know, some some things are about to happen, some good things. So, nice. So, what, what we got on the uh, on the board today, man? I mean, we a couple weeks behind, but I feel like we gotta touch on the whole Oscar situation. Um, did either of y'all see it live? What? The whole situation with Will and Chris having because I was I was driving off from work so I didn't see it. Keta had just texted me. I go. Ahead. I woke up when um I think I woke up in the middle of the night to the bathroom and I had checked the check my phone and it was like thirty messages in the chat. <laughs> like where could that possibly be talking about on a Monday whatever whatever night that was like what Sunday, what is so yeah. like, what is like, what Sunday, are yeah. why are y'all not sleep? <laughs> um, open the chat I'm like yo what. But even then, I still put the phone down. Like, I was like, I'm going back to sleep. I don't got time for this. And then when I woke up the next morning, I was getting ready for work. Then I really started, like, reading the messages and, like, seeing what I was really talking about. I was like, nah, I really don't got time for this shit. Because I, <laughs> I just, like, fuck it. 
I did went got dressed and then um uh they didn't want to talk he was we was talking about it getting ready. And I was just like, yo, I got tired, like I hate this shit. And I get the work and he was talking about it. I'm like, yo, yo, do some work. Like you got kids to serve here. Like, why are y'all talking about this show? That's the biggest thing in the news. Everybody gonna be talking and about it. Every and then my so podcast, my podcast listening. Everybody talk about a podcast. I'm like, dang. So I went from my entertainment podcast to my sports podcast, and they was talking about it. I was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, leave this shit alone. Everybody talking about it, bro. Right, he got smacked up. Like, people get smacked every day, B. Why you be talking about it like that? <laughs> Not on that type of stage, bro. Man, please. Everybody is a main character in their own movie, so everybody got that. Everybody got that stage. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I look at it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the main character in my own movie, but they're main characters in real life. Like they're big main time. characters in real life too. <laughs> you, don't, you don't be smacking people. <laughs> no, not usually. I don't know. Not on the Oscar stage. <laughs> I live a little bit. Yo. Every day the Oscar for me, bro. <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> yeah, this guy, man. What, what was your initial reaction, Steve? Um, I, I don't even. What, what was I doing? Was I in a session? I might have been working, and people, somebody texted to me, or yeah, somebody texted to me. And it was like, yo, will just smack somebody. I was like, what y'all talking about? Like, <laughs> and then I, and this was like, this was probably like two minutes after it happened. And like that, that joint was already viral. Dog. It was like everywhere, Twitter. Twitter going crazy, Instagram going crazy. I'm just like, dog, like we all just stopped, like, yo, like, you see this shit? Um, and initially I was just like, yo, like, this not real. Like, this can't be real. Like, exactly. it, it didn't look real. You know what I mean? Like, it, it didn't look real at all. And then, like, all the other stuff started coming, like, the, the joke that uh, Chris Rock had made. And then, like, um, then I saw the video like Will Smith. I think Will, Will Smith uh, yelling was the first video I saw. So I, I thought that was the first video until I saw like the whole thing and like full effect. Yeah. And I was just like, nah, this can't be real. And then everybody was like, nah, that's real. There wasn't no acting about it. And Chris Rock yeah. was up there. He was he was in, he was shot. He, he was he he was shot. Even like after it happened, he was just like. Uh, Instead of saying we about to get his Oscar away, he was like, we about to get his documentary away. And then he like, stumbled his word. And he's like, I mean, we about to get his Oscar for the best documentary. And I'm just like, Doug is up there like in disbelief. Um, but I feel like, I don't know, like it's, I get it. Like Will mad, Will was trying to stand up, whatever. But the Oscars ain't the place for that, bro. Like you want to like, smack that nigga backstage or some shit, bro. Like, <laughs> you ain't have to see that shit on, on national TV. We already like we already deal with stuff as black people from the Oscars anyway, you know what I mean? Um but at the same time, I know Chris Rock has like said stuff about Will and Jada, you know, before in the past and they were probably just tired. He was tired of that, plus all the other backlash he's been getting from, you know, their relationship and all that stuff. And like, not saying it's an excuse, but he probably, he's dealing with some mental stuff probably, you know what I mean? And he just, he broke. And, you know, it just, it's unfortunate that it happened at the Oscars. 
Yeah, I definitely, like you were saying before, I had to like look at it a bunch of times. I think I, the group, that's probably where the whole conversation started. When I hit you, I was like, what are they saying out there? Like, is that real or is like active? And I think you were saying, I think it's real. Like, because yeah. when you try to, if you wasn't watching it, like you said, you had to kind of piece it together the first couple of times because mm-hmm. it wasn't playing all the way through. So like, if you just look at the slap, it kind of looked like, it looked fake. The way he walks yeah. up there, like mad nonchalant and he just walks off like nothing happens. It's like, None of it really makes sense, but then you yeah. see this—you uh, kind of start feeling the emotion. You hear him screaming and all that other stuff. So mm-hmm. it, it was—it was interesting to try to process. But starting with, yeah. well, let, I won't say the beginning, but kind of starting with the beginning. Did y'all think that the joke that Chris Rock made was inappropriate, or was it just a complete overreaction? Um, given the the situation with her hair and all that stuff and I mean they're saying that he didn't know but I feel like it's tough because I feel like some comedians like you know they 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 won't say something about certain things and then other people just don't care like you know like we we've heard comedians talk about everything you know what I mean like down to you know the allegations with Michael Jackson and R. Kelly stuff like you know what I mean like stuff Mm -hmm. that is sensitive topics and you know, I understand her hair is a sensitive topic. So I don't know, part of me, like, I feel like it shouldn't have been a a, a joke. You know what I mean? Like that's, you know, especially with somebody health, like, you know what I mean? Like that could be, and there, not, it's not even just her, her health, it's her, you know, her, her looks and everything. Like she gotta have a, I mean, she always had short hair, but you know, now it's like, she has to cut it cause it's not growing or whatever the case is. Yeah. So like, you know, not saying like you know that disease could like make somebody like really like, bring somebody down or whatever, but I mean it could. But it's just like absolutely could. You you know you don't you don't know her reaction like that could have that could have brought her to her lowest you know lowest point hearing that joke at yeah. at the Oscars. You know what I mean? And like really messed her up. So it's like yeah, it, it, it shouldn't have been a joke. You know what I mean? For me, I, I don't think that should have been a joke. Gotcha. What do you think, Bess? I talked about it with people like I mean the joke maybe it was inappropriate maybe it's not but in that type of setting like the Oscars and anytime any big Academy Award show like that they hire you know comedians or those who are you know well with telling jokes and kind of get the show moving along um and in those type of settings like you know you have i'm not too familiar with how it's set up and where you get to sit and how you get placed and all that stuff but i'm sure there comes a point where like you can there comes a time at some point where you get to decide whether you want to go to the show or not um and when you have comedians of that legendary stature like a Chris Rock or whoever um, on that level. And, you know, for years, their relationship and situations and all the other shit has been out in the media for the past, I don't know how long. I'm tired of seeing the shit. But, um, you know, that's ammo and material for people to use. So, yeah. you know, given that setting and, you know, you being there is like, 
there's a chance where you something may come across or may, something may be said that can be offensive that you that you feel can be offensive. Um, so to you know protect yourself in that sense, you know you have the right to not go to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, by going to the show, you just open the door for those possibilities. Not saying that whether um, he was right in doing that, but you just open yourself up for that kind of um, situation to unfold. Yeah. Um, I think with Jada, um, I want to say I read something where she, or she made a post something maybe a couple of weeks or a month before Oscar was talking about her um, condition. Um, and then I had read and uh, watched another post shortly after the whole Oscar incident where she's, you know, being like real adamant about like, you know, I love my short hair. Like, this is what it is. Like, I don't want like nothing, no jokes or nothing's going to, um, get me to feel a certain type of way or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. it's just like dude like i don't know it's just like i don't know like the it wasn't i can't speak for her but i feel like it wasn't that offensive but i can't speak for people how they feel in that moment and you know if like school was saying like in terms of Will's sake, this is years all bent up. I don't think that slap or smack was met for Chris Rock, but I think everything just built up at that moment, and he felt like he needed to do something um, to protect, but, like, protect her and his mental being. But at the same time, it's like, for years, he's been, like, from what I see, he's just been mentally and emotionally abused for these past couple of years. Um, and I don't think nobody's really taking into account to that. Um, I think they're deciding on the fact that, you know, Jada is, they need to decide on the fact that, you know, Will is, he, you know, lost his mind at this point, but it's like for all these years, like, yeah, like at some point I'm going to lose my mind given that Oscar may not be in um, the stage to do it, but at some point, the bar's going to get kicked over and shit's going to hit the fan. Um, It sucks that it has to be him. I was talking to one of my coworkers, and I was like, you don't hear nothing about Will doing anything wild. Like, he's been out of the media as far as, like, tabloid stuff until these past couple of years when there's the whole, what do they call it, entanglement, whatever, that whole situation that she put out, you know, in the universe. Like, if they have whatever relationship they have and that's between them two, like, it don't need to be public. That's part of why I don't like talking about them two because it's just, like, I don't care for it, but if you're going to throw it in my face all the time, like I said, it opens the door for situations like this stuff to happen and people to talk about it and joke about it and make you feel some kind of way. So, I mean. I think just to Jada's credit or just so we're not messing up, I don't think she was the one really started the whole entanglement thing. I think August wasn't he like on an interview at some point and then he brought up the whole thing and then it kind of smiled. Yeah, he brought it up. He was like on a breakfast club or something. Yeah, he and brought she it up, started but... talking about it because she wanted to clear it up. So, I, I mean, it wasn't like she just came out of nowhere. Not out of nowhere, but it's ways you can handle it. And I don't think broadcasting the whole entanglement or whatever the situation was on Facebook was the right way to go about it. I think you keep that stuff in house and handle it in house. That's how I would yeah. and maintain my stuff. Like nothing, if there's something situation, only the close people that I need to know that are going to know. Like I don't need to be 
broadcasting. And it's not on, that wasn't the first time. It was maybe two or three times after that, that too. So it's just been years of stuff that just been built up. And he's like, enough of it. Like, yeah. I think everybody, I think everybody reaches their limit. Yeah. I think a lot of these, these celebrities and, you know, people in the light, they need to take a page out of Jay-Z and Beyonce, but rarely do you hear about any of their stuff. And when you do hear about it, they don't talk about it. You know what I mean? Like they don't. They so don't, well, they don't show up for those type of events either, because it ain't. You know what I mean? For drama. But, exactly. But I, I don't. I don't know if that's necessarily a fair thing to say, just because the way that that entanglement thing was kind of under wraps until somebody else bought it out. Like the incident with Jay Z and Solange in the the elevator. They ended. They did speak on that. But they had to come out and talk about a little better business afterwards. They both did interview. Well, Jay Z definitely did interview. I think Beyonce used her music more to do it. But they they yeah. came out and talked about that situation because it was made public. They didn't choose to make it public, but the cameras got them, and they they kind of had to address it. And I think that's more similar to what happened with Jada and the entanglement thing. I get that. Like they they kind of felt like they had to address it. They didn't they didn't do it themselves. August started it from what I know, but they felt like they had to address it. So. I, I understand wanting to like address it and not let the media have their own narrative of what happened. Yeah. I, know, I feel I like for me, let the media have their own narrative. That's just me personally. I care less for what people think or whatever. Um, I mean, I know it's tough being in that light. I can't speak and being in that light because I'm not. So I know image is a big thing in that, um, in that field, but it's like, even, even after the the whole, you know, they get it out and they talk about it because they don't want the, the media to spin its own narrative. But, like, even following that, like, stuff she is, was doing, even after that, the comments and the bread table talk without Will and talking about pot and all this other stuff, like, all that other stuff is unnecessary. Like, you just continually, like, beat this man down. And he's – I watched a video the other day where he was trying to – um it might have been on the Red Table Talk, too, where he was trying to... Play in the birthday? Yeah, playing the birthday. And yeah, I saw that. He did all that work to shut it down. And it's like, damn, like, what else? Like, what do I need to do? So in that, so he takes that plus all the other stuff going on and the, you know, the little comments about, you know, the, the saving the letters from Pac and, you know, birthday posts about Pac and posts about what he, his death date and all this other stuff. And then it's like, what else do I need to do? So maybe in that moment, he's like, I, I got to do something to prove my love and, and support for this woman. And still, like, even after that, she still kind of not, she didn't defend him at all after that whole incident. I saw a post where she was, I don't know if it's true, but a video where she was saying that she wished he wouldn't have done that. Like, yeah, that's you know, cool just, and then there was another video I saw earlier today. I don't know if it was just because we're supposed to be talking about it. All these videos got popping up, but she's like recording him, like unsolicited. He's just like, "Yo, like, I kind of don't want the camera in my face right now. You kind of trying to talk about something with the camera? Like, can you put the camera away?" And she just like put the camera on her, and just like kind of belittling him. It's just like, dude, you can see his face. Like, he is mentally, emotionally, just just beat up. And yet you're still trying to throw this camera in his face and try to get this man to talk and do whatever. It's just, it's, it's sad. Yeah, what you just touched on, that was like the biggest thing for me. I felt like he felt he was just in a position where he had to do something. Because right. 
it seemed like he didn't think much of the joke at first. Then he kind of caught her body language. And mm-hmm. like, I understand what it's like to be out with your significant other and something happens that you don't think anything of, but you could tell that they're offended by it. And now you got to jump in action. You got to do something. You got to show them like, I got your back. I think what he did was extreme, but I understand what it's like to be in that position to have to do something, even if you don't necessarily think what happened was so bad. Right. And that's a, that's a, to wrap up the whole thing, like that's how exactly, that's where I felt like, I feel like he had to do something to show that he got her back and support. He's not going to let nobody just do But it's been years where he's been letting anybody say anything about him and there's nothing, you know, the, the love and the support wasn't reciprocal. So it's like, I don't know, he just, just got to be done with her. Like, enough. Like, that, yeah. the video I saw earlier today, like, he just looked, I'll put it in the chat later, but he just looked beat down and just, you could just tell, like, this shit is crumbling around and he just needs somebody to like really talk to him and get through shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would hate to wake up and hear some posts about some wild shit. Like he is like, it's just sad. <laughs> it definitely is. Uh, going back to something the school said earlier about uh, like comedians and like pretty much no topic being off limits. I think there's, There tend to be two schools of people in terms of comedy and I think also music, because this situation, it makes me think about the Drake and uh, Push beef, because there's a line, there's Push on one end who says, basically, I can talk about whatever. He starts talking about 40 and his sickness. And it's a lot of people that's Uh like, like, you could talk about my wife, you could talk about our relationship, but you don't really talk about people's health. Like if something could happen and maybe Jada is not quite as serious, it's, it's serious to her. It's her here. It's not life or death, but it's usually most people draw that line when it comes to people's health. So people mm-hmm. talk about everything else. So I can understand people getting offended by something that affects the health. And I don't think, of course, I, I'm not in his head, but I don't think Chris Rock made that joke maliciously to talk about her health. He may very well not have yeah. known that she had that situation going on, but when you're Jada and you think everybody knows this, like, because she's been so vocal, I didn't know why it was. Mm-hmm. I know she talked about she embraced her hair and all that stuff. I didn't know the situation, but I guess you assume when you're in Hollywood circles like that, it's so small, Black Hollywood, like, that he would know that. But I don't necessarily think his intentions were bad, but I also think if he knew that, he probably would never intentionally make a joke about her health. He might talk about the relationship. He might talk about the entanglement. To me, that's all fair game anywhere. But when yeah. you start getting into health, to me, that's where the line should be drawn. But like we saw in the rap battle, because people say the same thing about rap. They say, Push could talk about whatever he want. And we, I got into big arguments with people like, that. to me, that's off limits. I don't care. What, you could talk about anything else. Yeah. But we talk about somebody, and he, he literally said in the song, I think, like, is he going to make it or something like that? Like, why would you ever feel comfortable? That's, that's like, just wild. That, yeah. To me, to me, there are lines, and I know everybody don't live by the same code, but that's the comparison I saw. Even though Chris Rocks was nef- definitely not as malicious. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But then it was also too they said that Chris Rock has some kind of um, condition where he doesn't. He doesn't really like read the room and like facial cues and stuff like that. So like when you tell those kind of jokes and you don't really 
understand like so the weight of the room shift or whatever case might be that could be that could be something that led to it too where it's just like you know he's throwing those jokes out there he doesn't really understand um or get the feel of the vibes of what's going on in the room so he's probably to him he's probably like oh which he kind of walked back as soon as he said it i think he did feel something he's just like oh you know it's just a joke or something like that yeah you know? because the crowd, like, everybody in the crowd was like yo like yeah um, everybody knew it's just a sad situation overall. i hope at the end of the day they you know piece it up and they can talk about it and get through it yeah, they they try and drag well under the under the bus, yeah, man. Right. He got this piece. This got stopped. That got stopped. Um, this project on hold. They trying to they they he he resigned, but they threw his ass out of the academy. So he can't be back. Yeah, it's sad how you know one thing can. I don't. It's not gonna ruin his career. I think his career is too big to ruin, but it's gonna put a damper on it. So, you know, from what I can remember, I mean, you know, before I was born a little bit, but, like, this is the only really bad stain that I can vividly remember on his career. Yeah. It, it's, it's crazy to me that – I don't want to sit here and, like, downplay and say, like, what happened isn't bad, but it's like, yo, the entertainment in- industry is full of pedophiles, rapists, all types of shit. Mm-hmm. And – this nigga smack somebody and y'all ready to like put him on a crucifix, like end his whole life and shit. And it's like, dog, like my nigga just smack somebody. Like y'all, y'all smack people in movies every day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, somebody you know I mean? I, I, and I, I get this wasn't acting, but it's just like, oh, like it, he, he could have did something a lot. He could have went, stopped the nigga. You know what I mean? Like, he, it, it could have been, he literally just smacked him. And I understand Will is also trained to fight because of these movies and stuff. Like again, it could have got really bad, but it's like yo, he can smack that thing. So like he ain't, he ain't even he, Chris Rock ain't even want to press charge. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. And any anybody, I thought to a few people they were like, I, I would have been up a hundred M's like <laughs> after that shit. Like and Chris could he he could have did that. Chris Rock could have easily said, Nah, I'm pressing charges. I'm about to sue this nigga. Nah, what happened was, oh, his shows is running up. Ticket yeah. sales went crazy. You know what I mean? Part like, of me, that's what. So, when I first saw it or whatever, I heard about it. I thought it was kind of staged because a couple, I think a month ago before that happened, um, I had heard about the Kevin Hart and the Chris Rock. They going on tour together, but that's the only thing I heard about it. I didn't hear anybody ticket sales. I didn't hear about you know merch or nothing oh, like. Yeah anything going whether it's going good or bad i just heard that they was going on tour and that's where it stopped and then mm-hmm. the next thing you know i heard about chris rock he getting smacked with the oscar so i felt like maybe it could have been something where they were trying to drive up a couple ticket prices or whatever that's my initial um but then you know you play it back it's like all right i can mm-hmm. piece it together you play, all right this this is fine for real and who knows mm-hmm. it very well still be staged they just dragging it out you just never mm-hmm. like and behind the scenes, everything bro, good. Like, just... Yeah, like it's 2022. Like anything is possible, bro. In the words right. of the great Kevin Garnett, yo, anything is possible, bro. Yeah. You said it best, yo. I, like, I, like, <laughs> <laughs> anything is possible. So. so who knows? But like as far as now, 
it looks really bad. Um, like I said, I hope they both could get through it and Will gets to both sides, both parties, all three parties. They all get the hope that they need to get through it and move on and go from there. Yeah. One other question, though. It, it, it affected oh, everybody, even even uh even Serena and Venus. Like you could tell how they it bothered them. Like you know what I mean? Like it, it literally did affect a lot of people. Yeah, it took away from a lot of the other important stuff for the show that was supposed to be mm-hmm. memorable. So it did overshadow that. And he, he even called that nigga, he called Will Richard when he was walking to the stage. <laughs> I'm just like, dog, like, this is all bad. I mean, so, uh oh, Richard coming to the stage. Oh, oh, crazy. But speaking of that, and once again, we kind of, we're here, we talked mad long about it. We might as well just, if there's more to talk about, just get it out. Um, do you think it would have been every any different if it was a different venue? Because I've seen a lot of people saying, like, I'm not necessarily mad that he did what he did, but don't do it in front of all these white people. So do you think it would have been any different if it was a different setting? Yeah, I think it would have been different. Because even, like, you got to think, like, a lot of people are saying, like, don't do it in, in this setting, don't do it in, like, I've been to the grocery store, like, it's, it's been a conversation, like, people, like, I'm just like, yeah, chill. Like this, this black lady walked up and talked to me about it, but everybody else like don't walk into talk, talk to me about this shit. Like you know what I mean? Like, um, but it 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 does make it sucks that something like this, you know, puts us in positions to have have to have these conversations and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I I do, I do think it, a lot of it would have been different. I, I don't think I don't think people will walk up to me at the grocery store if it was the BET Awards or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they would have been like, yo, that nigga went a little crazy. Like, it kept it pushing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it it would have felt, felt like the Source Awards. Right? <laughs> so, Source Awards. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm indifferent on it. I feel like, I feel like if it's supposed to happen, it's supposed to happen. I don't think it matters where it's supposed to <laughs> where be at. Destiny? I, think, I, I feel like in that moment, he had enough, and I feel like if it don't, <laughs> me, I feel like if it's supposed to happen, it's supposed to happen. That's God's plan. I can't. Who am I to step off God's God's righteous path for me to smack you? I can't do that. If the hands was meant for you at, at that precise moment, then that's what it's supposed to be. Can't can't change the timeline. That's, that's what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. Going from Hollywood drama to more Hollywood drama, the Lakers officially out of playoff contention. With Get them out of here. Huh? Nah, man, chill out, man. That's my team. They was big trash this year, man. Actually, I went to a game uh last week, man. I think it was lost by two. LeBron tried to hit the last last shot, didn't make it, man. Like I was that ready video, to go get a refund. That video you said is a fact. Break heavy. <laughs> Week, bro. That was a horrible break, bro. What was my week doing, bro? <laughs> oh my goodness! What, what was we was okay, That's what that. Well, uh, so when you he was in the been building, playing, like he hasn't been playing good ball, but that clip, nah, I got throw that out. Yeah, that was that was horrible. That was weak. AD was yeah, trailing the play. I, he didn't even I know what to do. I can't. I can't. I, can't I should have sent another video, but I ain't feel like. <laughs> I was like, whatever. At this point, it is what it is. So, I guess the question has to be asked, is this the most 
disappointing team ever with the, the amount of talent that they had and everybody saying they should be at least in the finals to not even make the playoffs. Is it the most disappointing team, at least that we've ever seen? I don't think so. I think that Heat team that lost to Dallas in the finals was disappointing. Okay. But at least they made the finals. Like they, they were supposed to clean house with Dallas. They were supposed to clean them up. And they looked bad in the finals that year. Man, you know how Dirk do though. I mean, Dirk can make it. Who's even Dirk, bro? So I had JJ Barrett. If I had JJ Barrett in the post, eighty-five percent of the play of the finals, and he, I think he went like, I don't think he shot the ball against Burrow. Like, that was bad. That was disappointing to me. I, I, think I didn't have high hopes for this league or see. Um, didn't think they would make the playoffs. I thought I I did for sure they was gonna make the playoffs, but especially when it's a play in now too. So like you got two extra spots. I thought they was gonna make the playoffs for sure, but they weren't gonna get far. I had them maybe losing the second round. I didn't think they was gonna make it to the back to the finals. So why were your expectations so low given the group they had? LeBron, Hall of Famer, AD, top ten player when healthy, Russ, top ten player when healthy, Carmelo, one of the greatest scorers ever. Dwight, uh, future Hall of Famer. And they, no, no chemistry. You need chemistry in the league. You can't, I mean, you can have all the Hall of Famers you want. Clearly, we see that see, it just happen. And shit don't work the way it's supposed to work. Like, they are old. They, we talk about Hall of Famers, but they all old. They all old heads. Like, Brian still cooking. AD made a glass. Like, you can't really trust him. You don't know when, he, when he's going to be in the lineup, when he's not. I mean, Melo, he actually played really good. Like he pretty much was consistent. Um, I love how he embraces. I love how he embraces um, his role, role player role. Um, yeah. He's he just knocking down. Come on, Melo. Yeah, Melo. Um, they don't play defense. I mean, well, he never played defense. <laughs> Mad salty. He never played defense. <laughs> I never, I never went to Carmelo by yo watch it down. Like, That's never gonna happen. It's not like a sad kid. Yeah. <laughs> Melo, Melo was never a defensive guru. Like, That's fact. You wasn't going to get that from him regardless. Um, I think the only time Melo really played defense when he played Kobe in with that conference final that year. Um, that was only because he was guarding, only reason he was guarding Kobe. You got to show up that night. Um, Dwight is washed up. He's done. Um, and then you got Russ, like, he doesn't want to – I I totally get it. Like, that's how he made his name in the league. He balls to the wall. He's all over the place. He's doing everything. He's, he's dominating the ball. I get it. But it, it was a bad – it was a bad, bad, bad decision from the get-go. Like, I, I felt – when they said it was a trade with Washington, I thought for sure it was Bradley Bill. And then when I read that it was Russell Westbrook, I, that shit's not going to work now. He's way he shot, too. He he's way too stubborn. Not love Russ. He's way. He's way too stubborn. Way too stubborn. He he needs the ball to do what he does, and I get it. And I, I support it one hundred percent. He made a name. He's a Hall of Famer for that for that reason. But kind of look at the teams that he played on. He kind of had to be dominating. Other than you know KD, he kind of had to dominate the bono situation. Um, but you know it's. I didn't think it was I, I, from jump. I didn't think it was going to be finals. 
trying to win a trip. I didn't think it was going to be that. But they definitely, the they definitely should have made the playoffs. The Spurs oh, should not yeah, be. Definitely. Um, <laughs> who else made it? Minnesota should not. Minnesota should be playing for a playing spot. They shouldn't be sitting pretty. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's no way that they bring that same team back next year. So, of the guys that we mentioned, the five or six, like, bigger name guys, who do you – Want to see him let go of who you want to keep school? I'm assuming LeBron got to stay, but other than LeBron, I yeah, stay. I think I think LeBron got to stay. I I want to say AD got to stay, but he kind of he 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 at risk. Like you don't know when he's gonna be healthy or not. Um, so I I don't know. I'm like fifty fifty about AD. Uh, I think Dwight and uh, Westbrook. I think they could go. Um, Mello, uh, I, I guess Mello could stay. That's probably what I would say. I think. Yeah, I think the white. You don't really need the white at this point, and Russ is just. I think we said it on the, the pod before the season even started. Like that, it's just a bad fit. He's gonna be a bad fit a lot of places. You got to have the right situation for Russ, and it's unfortunate because he's a good player, but. That's the nature of how he plays. So I think Melo, I like Melo coming off the bench, like Ben said. I think healthy AD, if he can play 75% of the games and be healthy in the playoffs. LeBron, of course, y'all need a a point guard that just wants to distribute and doesn't necessarily want to do all the things that Russ was doing. If I just had better role players, better pieces, I think y'all would have been fine. But yeah, that the Russ experiment failed once again to me. Yeah, and that was and like I have young pieces that I like. I like Kendrick Nunn. I like Monk. Um, but I felt like I, I mean, which kind of y'all had to, y'all had to play. Y'all was like too young during the season too. Um, it was like too extreme. I had really old players and you had really young players. There was no middle ground to like really try to facilitate. Yeah. Um, but I like the young pieces that they went out and they tried. They tried to fill spots with. Um, but yeah, like eight, like. Said, AD, you don't know. Like his value went down big time this year. Um, I feel like when they after the year they won the chip, that next year he was supposed to come back and be even more dominant than he was. Like he was supposed to really take the reins of the team and like kind of brown, like kind of brown even way out as far as being the go-to guy. Um, but he came back out of shape and within like seven games, he might have sneezed on the foul line and blew his back out and hurt his shoulder or some shit. And next, you know, he missing two years of ball. Like, yeah. you just like you can tell who take care of their body and who's really committed, who don't. Like every yeah. little thing, like he just like every time I was watching him play, like I was like, did he win okay? Like you sure? Like you had to be all right. Like you just didn't know though. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of like injuries, though. We're slowly starting to see LeBron each year become more and more susceptible to injury, miss more and more time. How many more years do we think we got a LeBron? He's 37, I think, right? He's 30, he just turned 37. I mean, so, to me, I feel like we got another two years. That's what I was I saying. Like it I feel like it could have been extended if AD came back like he was supposed to and be consistent and healthy. Um I feel like it could have been maybe pushed out for another three, four, maybe stretching it. But um, 
I feel like he got another two years, but it's part of like the the weight, the shit that he got to hold on his shoulder. Like he had to carry the team this year. Mm-hmm. At age thirty seven, you shouldn't have to, you shouldn't be carrying the team. Yeah. So he had to do a lot more than what he should have been doing because he just didn't have no hope. Yeah, especially with two other superstars on the roster. There's no way that you should meet. I feel like they brought Russ in because he's that motor that can just keep going and go and go and go. Yeah. Um, yep. And he could fill those boys when <laughs> Brown wanted to take a night off or two. He could be that guy, but he just it just didn't click, it just didn't clash and it was it was bad from the get go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh yeah, I think Lakers gonna keep uh Malik, Malik Monk. I hope so. He yeah. actually had a decent year this year. I actually yeah. Like, yeah. Um, he I just got stopped so. wilding. Yeah, like five Yeah, no, he, he was balling that, that game I went to. He he was balling. <laughs> he he was the only one balling because everybody else is doing. <laughs> like I said, I like Monk. I hope they keep him. They gotta they gotta figure yeah. it. They gotta they pressed against the cap and they got a lot of people eating up a lot of money. So it's not too much with, but they could figure it out, which I'm sure they, they got to at this point. But that's yeah. just embarrassing for them not to be even be in the playoffs. Get on. You get yourself from yeah. cap space and let uh do something with Russ. They owe him forty seven million. Yeesh. They gotta flip him for at least three, four players. That's crazy. That's why he was playing like that. <laughs> Say, I'm getting paid regardless. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what happened. Y'all got no pay. Said, 47 million. I'm gonna shoot this shot. Eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> Keep getting them checks. Really. Um, well, like I said, uh, another thing about disappointments, you were talking about the what was that 2012 2011 Heat, the 72 and 9 Warriors, they lost the championship that year, right? Yeah, they lost the year. Cleveland. Is that the year Cleveland came back from three one? Yeah, I think so. So, yeah. which team would you say was more disappointing, the Heat team or the Warriors team? I, I still say the Heat team. I feel like it was just so much hype. Really? I feel like it was like that. Like it was so. That was Brown's first year in Miami. He was now the villain. Like he was. It was just so much <laughs> crazy hype, and they were supposed to steamroll through Dallas. I think the Warriors. They were supposed to have a chance in that series. I think the Warriors were supposed to steamroll Cleveland. And this is a yeah, team that had it, been together for years, not, to, not but, the first year together. But the year before that, they beat Cleveland, and Cleveland was down Kevin Love and Kyrie. So, and they, they went to six game with fucking Della Vadova playing point guard and damn near passed out in game five in the middle of the court. So, like, yeah, they won what they were 70, 73 games, but it was like with a healthy Kyrie. I don't healthy Kyrie and K Love, I don't think they win that year. I don't know. Maybe. So it, I feel like the Heat had way more hype than the Golden State team. I think it was more hype. I just don't know. The disappointment was that was, they had a wasn't that the best record ever, or was it the same as the Bulls? It was one game better than the Bulls, right? One game better than the Bulls. But the Bulls closed the deal. And they steamrolled everybody. I'm saying they, they didn't close the deal. That's that's yeah, that's, but that's, I don't think it was I don't think it was disappointment though. I do also, if I remember correctly, that's the year Draymond got suspended for a game, right? That was game. But I think that played that that played a role. So that that takes away a little bit of disappointment for me because they weren't at full strength the whole time. But that's his own fault because he'd be wild. I strongly believe like if if 
K-Love and Kyrie was healthy that year, that first year that Golden State won it, I feel like possibly they could have, Cleveland could have won it back to back. I feel like that second one was clearly obviously harder, but I think they could have won it back to back. Yeah, anything's possible. So much for those Lakers. They're going to look a lot different next year. Yeah, maybe. I, I got to – I don't know if I'm buying some tickets next season, man. I gotta, they got to show me <laughs> I ain't wasting my money. Yeah, I think that, I, had some, I had some pretty decent seats. I, I, I paid, paid pretty nice for them seats. Yeah, they look good. They look like good seats. Okay, so it was uncomfortable. I, I ain't been to a game in so long, bro. I was in that joint like, damn, this, I, I need to box seats. <laughs> <laughs> You're breathing on you again. <laughs> Spanish. No, I, can't, I can't fry that. I was like, damn, bro. COVID's still real, man. I don't know. Yeah, we can go back to the day, bro. The Spanish. Yeah, shit. man. Got to do something. Baseball, football, something outside this year. I'm tired of that. Kids need a trip, man. What's <laughs> that? Where, where are we going, man? It's hard to schedule stuff. Yeah, nah, trust me. I get it. <laughs> Definitely get it. Speaking of, I don't know if I told you my trip. I was supposed to be in uh, Orlando from Sunday to Wednesday this week. Yeah, Southwest you? hit me on Sunday morning like, nah, your flight's canceled, dog. I'm like, what? <laughs> so we ain't even, we ain't end up going, huh? Like, yeah. So apparently this weekend, Southwest was supposed to be doing a like a system upgrade from like four, I think, to six on Saturday. Everything went crazy after that. They canceled like 500 flights because their whole system was down for days. So now we could do it. I don't mess with Southwest, man. I've never had a problem with Southwest before, literally. I got my tickets. Like, why are you just gonna cancel me? Or were they overbooked? Nah, I think they couldn't, they just couldn't like they couldn't run anything because their whole system was down. They couldn't like operate. So people, I was reading stories of people being stuck in airports. In Florida and all around the country for days because the system just don't work. So your flights get canceled, they can't rebook you because the system is down. Like there's nothing they can do. So yeah, the call got the refund, but we had already paid ahead for the Airbnb. So yeah, so you missed out on that, bro. Oh, so, yeah, no, they got they gotta run y'all some bread or some yeah, credit. So gotta figure out how to it's nothing really you could do. It's not they're not connected to the Airbnb anyway, so I mean, I get the money back from the flight, but I don't know. What are you gonna do? But next month, supposed to be going to Cali, so hopefully that all works out. Yeah, yeah. San Francisco. That ain't that far, you know what I mean? Huh? I'll pull up the San Fran, man. I ain't never been up there, so let me know. You gonna pull up in the PJ? Uh, chill, chill, chill. I was like, why you, 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 you just fly by me and out? It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to be a burden, you know what I mean? I know he got poor people I'm to fly. Burden, yeah, that's uh, crazy. Crazy, man. We're struggling out here trying to catch flights. We just got the PJ gassed up, We're not doing nothing with it. That's selfish. <laughs> See gas prices, bro. It's already gassed up. <laughs> they are going down. I don't know what they look like in Cali. They're probably crazy out there. They're going down a little bit here. But if you already got the gas, you don't need gas. <laughs> Touche. I, mean, I hear you. I mean, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the nicest. That's the nicest possible way you can say no. 
I hear you. What? What do you mean? <laughs> uh, I hear you. I hear you. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Hey, like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> yes or no? Yeah. But yeah. Good up. I want to hold y'all up. Yeah, this is a good episode, man. It's good to be back. Um, hopefully, you know, we get Tails back on the next one, too. It's like, yeah, never on at the same time. It was him, and then it was, <laughs> it was you. And then it was him, and now it's back to you. Yeah, we're gonna figure it out, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, you know, catch us next time, and we're gonna we're gonna keep it. Uh, gonna get back to being more consistent. So, you know, we back. Keep tuning in, schooling the gang pod. Already. Peace.